All right, so we started a little early. We probably shouldn't have that. What we were just talking about before we recorded was was some pretty good material, but I think we'll have enough in this episode because Halloween Havoc is here, um, and we were super stoked about it. I gotta say, they're great pumpkin returns, and that have, like leading off with that pumpkin, I was so stoked to see it. Uh, it wasn't the same pumpkin, but I'll allow it for this year because it's the first year that they and they just kind of threw it on us. So next year, it better be the full stage. I'm talking that huge demon, the wings, the pumpkin, all the metal looking backdrop. I want to see all that shit. Uh, yeah, I was super. I I will admit, um, I didn't get to see a lot of Halloween Havocs growing up. Uh, you know, didn't buy pay per views, so you only got segments later on. But <laughs> yeah, the uh, hey, I only saw oh, like, yeah. the, the pictures the next right? day. When, I don't know why they wouldn't show you clips. It's just like here's stills from the next day. You gotta uh, buy it. Yeah, because still available. Still does it. I was like, you own it. I was like, whatever. Um, yeah. but man, I was super stoked how they set up the WC that like. The arena, everything about it was so good. I was so amped about it. I was like, yes, all they need to do going forward is make Halloween Havoc. They need to make um, how War Games is. They need to make them just their uh, takeovers. Like, just make them their pay-per-view takeovers from now on. Give them the extra budget. Because even with this, I was so stoked about how it looked. And I was like, someone's going to get fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that pumpkin kind of got fucked up yeah. right away. Uh, but before we get into that, I got to say props to Wade Barrett on the scariest costume of all that I saw all Halloween season, an illegitimate lifetime appointed judge. Uh, moving on to our first match, we kicked <laughs> it off with the North American title. Uh, the deal was made with Shotzi spinning the wheel, and they got a Devil's Playground match, which I didn't know we got described to us right away was no DQ, no count outs, false count anywhere. Um, and as I said, when Johnny Gargano was coming out in, I got to say, the corniest gear that we've seen him come out in by far, uh, the Jack Skellington gear, come out and cut the promo or cut the pumpkin, which as a heel, I respect the move. And because it was a false pumpkin, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, I thought it was cool because you he's always going to have like a couple's outfit with Candice if she's going to perform the same. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, this is really cool. Um, I'm glad it turned out this way because I got to see Damien Priest get his ass handed to him. <laughs> and Gar- and I just imagine Gargano as like the baby face throughout this until like someone handed him freaking a gravestone and like beat the hell out of uh, Priest with it. I was like, oh, I didn't want it that far. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, man, this is a great way to kick off Halloween Havoc. I get right to it. Um, this is so good, and I was so happy about it, which made me know because they had two championships on the line that the women were going to close out the night. So I was uh-huh. like, oh, hell yeah, like, here we go. Yeah, and we still had the other big women's match. That oh, yeah. Too. But um, I my one complaint here was they went right to the commercial break when the weapons came out, and they are like, you won't miss any action with Patreon pictures. Like, fuck it's you guys. They literally just tiny. took out the chairs. Are you guys serious? Yeah, and it's like a quarter of the screen. It's not even like picture. Oh my. Anyway, um, but they did have the return on that perfect because they got it right as Johnny was flipping on to Priest. So I will give them a little bit of props back, but they shouldn't have gone to it in the first place. They should have stayed out a little bit longer while the weapons came out. Uh, I do want to see. I don't know. I don't care if it's a rumor and you just got me teased for no reason. I want to see Priest fighting the big guys of the oh, of the other I'm shows wrong. already because I don't know if you saw Raw tonight, but. 
it, there was like Braun, Sheamus, Keith Lee were all in the ring with AJ Styles and his new like huge bodyguard. So it's just these big behemoths of men, and Priest would fit right in with those okay. guys too. Like that that sideways choke slam, like it looked crazy. I, I really want to see him fight all these guys. I think he would stack up all right. And so I hope. Well, actually, they're not going to be in Survivor Series now that we heard uh, that is official. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, we don't have to harp on that. The other spot that I really liked, other than when they got to the, like what you were talking about with the tombstone and, and kind of the way they finished it, was that slice of bread on the stairs where Johnny just went over and slammed him on it. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'm if even my contrarian self is gonna have the self control to not root for Johnny's next face turn, dude. I like uh, this is I I really enjoy this match. Um, this is how good this match was. Is at the end of it, I was like, oh, you have to respect Damian Priest. <sighs> he he did really really well in this match. Wow, especially yeah. with the height disadvantage and and just selling back and forth and like, kudos to both of them, especially Damian Priest. For you to like, praise Priest is definitely... Yeah, like, look, I, I hate match. his character. I hate his character. I, you, I've talked about this several times. <laughs> I can't stand the man. But man, is he, is he a great talent. And I'm glad he's on NXT. And whatever happens and he moves up, whatever, good for him. Because he deserves it. He's he's really good. Like, yeah. um, Also, I think it was Wade Barrett. Or I forgot the other announcer. I keep forgetting the other guy's name. But I loved it when they commented that, like, oh, oh they're by the wheel. Johnny hates wheels. But then he, uh, I think he did the DDT off the wheel. And they're like, but he's getting some help from the wheel. I guess they got over it. I couldn't stop cracking up. I was like, that's awesome to remember that, like, that little gimmick and carry it over. I was like, that's brilliant. That's brilliant announcing. That's fantastic. This is why I love this show so much. Yeah. And the I mean the storytelling that they had there too was just really cool. Like for it to come back to wheels that Johnny had been like harping on oh, for yeah. the last two weeks was just fun. Like just to yeah, to use that little that little line that what it must have been a throwaway like ad lib line about him hating wheels that he just expanded on. Like he turned it into a cool into a fun storyline that went throughout this whole thing. Um let me talk about the next promo because I know you got some thoughts. Uh and so I wanna I wanna talk about it a little bit because I loved it. And don't get me wrong, I hated it, but that is why I loved it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they turned the OG counterculture stable into faces, dude. It's like undisputed is who everybody's going to root for now. We already were. So NXT is like now leaning into that. And instead of like having these dumb, everybody's cheering against them, you're going to actually have them being cheered for. Um, so, what happened is Pat McAfee came out with his new boys. Uh, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan, they came out and they were bragging about um, being here now and the plan that they set up and all this stuff. Uh, whatever Their promo was okay. Um, the most important part was Kyle O'Reilly came out to get vengeance for his boys. And um, everybody's favorite English wrestler comes to save the day and he's he's come, some, come with some chairs. But turns out the bastard shows his true colors of his coat and it is red. Oh man, everybody... I collectively heard like the NXT universe <laughs> shit their pants because they all love Pete Dude so much. Oh man, this is cool. This is the NXT storyline that we've been missing. The one that like can actually lead us into war games. We got these four guys. If Undisputed can come back, Adam Cole leave him with taped up ribs and he was just pretending that his ribs were broken. Let him like sell that the whole time. 
Oh man, we didn't have a good way into war games. We were talking about it a week or two ago. I think we do now. And that's part, that's another part of the reason that I love this. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So, uh, I think also Wade Barrett hinted too when he's coming. He's all like, "Imagine them at war games, like towards the end of their." Oh, I didn't hear. It. Oh, man. And I, was, I was like, "Oh my I god!" I tweeted out. I found the gif of Regal yelling "war games" at the women from last year. It's gonna be my most used gif from the the Twitter account now. Everything is gonna end in war games. I think I tweeted out something about war games that even Karrion Cross liked. <laughs> um, the okay. So this promo, because it starts off way in the back, and they're all like, oh, like, shitty punters coming out, whatever, and with, with, uh, with the people. Who did he punt for? The Colts. The Colts, right? Okay, I think right. so, yeah. I, I, whatever. Um, and, like, I shouldn't he... know this. You're the football guy. <laughs> and if I, remember, Peyton Manning was on that team for forever, but whatever. <laughs> um. The, for the brand like that's who they are or whatever the heck their name is and i was like oh i hate this like i hate your name i hate that you did this i don't think I, I think that's his merch i don't think that's their name i was like whatever they come up with i'm gonna hate it but i already hate what he's already showing i hate that they stole the stuff from freaking Rizango. like <laughs> i just want him gone i go adam cole fucked you up already like just be gone like i don't want to see you anymore and it comes out with his boys and talking about how like after takeover 30 that he was like he's like no i had to take care of some things but i wanted to like come back so i was like planning things and i was contacting people and i had one guy that's why he beat up adam cole but he got messed up with his ankles but i saw how good these guys are and they said no, and then they said yes, and blah, 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 I mean, that's great oh, retconning. You have to give them that much. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I totally understand. Like, that was great. But it's so good that I'm just like, shut the fuck up the whole time and just hating this and waiting for someone to come out and just how he was bad-mouthing Undisputed and Adam Cole. And I was like, these aren't even my guys. But I was like, somebody. And yeah, and Riley comes out, and I was like, finally. And he just stands there, and I was like, oh, he's going to get his ass beat. But he's all like, I didn't come alone. And Pete's done, his music hits, and I lose my shit. Because he's been stranded abroad during this whole pandemic. And that's why we lost the Broserweights, which I, we, we both love. We enjoyed because they were great together. I... But he came out ripped like he was working out the entire time, yeah, having that was... street fights in London because he was mad or whatever. But man, was he ripped! And I was like, mm, heck yeah! He's that was the most surprising part, to be honest. Oh, I was like, oh my god! And then they get in there with the chairs, and I was like, that's right. They don't even need three; it's just two of them. And I go, fuck you up! And then he hits O'Reilly in the back with a chair. And I'm literally on my feet in my living room, like, what the fuck? My windows are open because it's nice weather. And you, I'm like, what the fuck? And I, like, tear up because I, I don't want this character to go heel. Can we stop people going heel? He would be He's the browser way. Oh, I, God. I want to root for him as a heel. I've never trusted Pete Dune, and I've never really, like, liked – I've loved his matches. Don't get me wrong. I've lo I love the character. I've just never really rooted for him, like, uh, like to win. Um so yeah, I'm cool. I'm glad to see him add the, add to this storyline in this way. 
Like I I was just so shocked that they went this way with him. I actually thought he's gonna join Undisputed just to help out in the meantime or something. Like, yeah, just that that's great. Like one of my favorite people. Nope, turn him heel. But also he doesn't look like he has any rust on him at all because of how ripped he looked and just wailed on around. And I just Oh my god, I want Adam Cole to whoop so much <laughs> ass at war games with this. Like, oh I um... it's perfect setup. Like you have me all involved. You can my I'm kudos to you, Triple H and Road Dog, whatever. Like never doubt you. <laughs> I was completely shocked because I knew that he was in the Heritage Cup of NXT UK. And when I saw who he was wrestling, I was like, oh, he's just going to win that match and then go to the final of, of this cup. Come to find out when we were watching it, I think this week or whenever we were watching it, like a day after, it was the re- they were showing the replay from last week and he ended up losing that match. I was like, what? He lost to this like shrimpy guy from NXT UK? Now it makes sense because he had showed up the night before in the proper NXT and now he's going to be here and part of this storyline. So I'm excited to where it goes from here. This is this is the most this yeah. storyline that I'm most excited for going forward for sure. I mean, and this just because it's my guys. It's undisputed. It's the only people I have left from my drafted team. Like, this is this is so good. The retcon was fantastic. Like, everything was just done so well. And the reactions from people like me, yes, and like mine, I know you liked it the opposite way. I was just shocked the entire time. But damn, is it so good. (laughs) So, yeah, keep this going. Yeah, so then we can uh, move on to Alice versus uh, Santos. Um, I love the Dia de los Muertos paint. Love the Rey Mysterio tribute gear. The match was awesome. Like It's clear why Atlas is here. He just puts on shows now. I, went, I was going back through the 205 Live content. Apparently, he was on there for the last few months. So I guess that's okay. where he had been getting better. Um, the other people that were on there, I did, weren't really matches that I wanted to go see, so I didn't see a lot of them. But I saw him on there a lot. Uh, he made the rookie mistake of getting distracted and not bringing back up. So the other thing that I was thinking during this match is maybe we get Legado de Fantasma in War Games. Well, it Moral is of the story, put everybody yeah, everybody in War, in war Games. Games. Yeah, um, yeah, this match was great. Uh, I doubt I I was in doubt of Jay Atlas because I don't know. He seemed like too happy and too hokey when he first when I started seeing him. Totally, and, and then and now like. I was like, you know what? He's just really a good guy that's there when he needs to be and is like honest. And this was a really good match. And he's proven up. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know the term for it. But yeah, like, he's perfect. Like, I don't even know why I doubted him. He's like the shonen hero in an anime. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, we'll get you there. No problem. All right. Well, we. Blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, so this is what he is, and I accept it now. And he's really good. So I'm glad to see this. I'm glad he's part of, like, the back and forth with Legala Fantasma because all of them are so good, and I'm glad they're getting, like, plenty of TV time to show off how good they are. Yeah. More um, war games. <laughs> yeah, put them in war games. Put Atlas with Swerve and Ashanti in there, and they will have four teams in war games. We'll figure it out. Put all these guys in war games. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get it, but I really hope that December, that one on the calendar for December is war games. I think it's coming in November at the end of the month. 
Uh, the only one that's on the calendar in Wikipedia right now is December, and I think it's the first weekend of December. Oh, okay. But they could change that. I mean, I don't know that that I don't know how good Wikipedia is sourced, obviously. Um. Anyway, moving on. We had Grimes versus Loomis in the Haunted House of Terror match, and it was luckily not a knockoff of the the House of Horror match that we saw from Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. It was yeah. it was awesome. I loved it. It was the best produced segment that they've had, in my opinion. It had all the right amount of cheese. Grimes was the perfect character for this. Grimes is amazing in this. Uh, Dexter Loomis is just in his element in this the whole time, just being the thing to be afraid of the whole time. Like, he could have had, like, an alien thing and still been horrifying. Like, Uh it was just so good. The only thing I didn't understand was who was the guy who stepped out of the van that Grimes got in to take him to the haunted house. Because I know he's a WCW guy. No, he's not. He's oh. the Hardy Boys manager. I've Michael Hayes. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't get the van spot either. I just knew who he was, but that went over my head. I don't. He wasn't a WCW guy. I mean, he was at some point, I believe, but okay. My recollection of him was the Hardy Boys manager for a while. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is great. Um, the, we also got a match. Yeah, we got a match. We got this. And I hate, like, the cinematic, like, matches that they try to do and things like that. But I enjoyed this so much because they had the two perfect wrestlers for this. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this I, I'm so happy. Like, neither of them lost in anything. But, like, this was so good. I was just so happy about it. The fact that they made Cameron Grimes look like he walked all the way back to the, <laughs> to the arena from escaping the haunted house. And he even told Regal before he left, he's like, I'll take a loss, man. I'll just do it. And Regal looked possessed. He's like, nah, man, I have it out for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, my qu- I got a question. Was Dexter Loomis Dexter from Dexter? Because he's just sneaking around trying to kill him in the house. Well, he had like the glove and he had like the the shirt that he has, and then I th- he didn't have like the apron. Oh but I think god. he had like Dexter's kill like outfit. Yeah. The, oh my god! Yeah, he did. He, I don't know if it was intentional, but all you it need, definitely all you, seemed like it. All you needed, dokes in the back saying, "What well, a motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we also found new ways to kill a zombie in this match. Apparently, cavens work, so we got to work on our vertical leaps. Oh my god. Who <laughs> came in on that zombie was insane. We can't go a week without talking about these cave-ins at this point. Oh my god. It's uh, this is... He I, I just really hope that he do, he's doing it so well that they never get rid of his move. Because yeah. I know that Finn has a coup de gras, but like that's like an elaborate thing and it gets prepared. But the cave-in is so quick and so fast, and it's just like, oh, one little mess up and it's just Oh, there goes three ribs instantly. Yeah. Oh, it punched your liver. You can end this matches super quick. Yeah. Unbelievably. Um, no. I do. There was another note that I had that, that that line that. So you mentioned Wade Barrett. Yeah, Wade Barrett's really coming into his own yeah. since being the the announcer here. Uh, that line where he's like, "That's Dexter Lewis' sister." <laughs> I don't think Bob, that was, I don't think Bob could even have delivered it as well as he did. Uh, it was really funny, and eventually, eventually, Lewis ended up winning the match. But really, we all won, um, oh, yeah. except for Cameron Grimes, who was eaten by zombies. 
Uh, he comes back this week with like bite marks and a bottle of hooch. He's he like, like he's like, I went to the moon. I don't know what happened. I was in the bathroom with Dexter Loomis' sister, and then I blacked out. Uh, so then we had my match of the week, my. My woman's match of the year so far. Um, I loved it, so I'll let you talk about it first. But Rhea versus Raquel. So we already know how you're going to go. I also listened to Women's Basics about it. <laughs> um, I was I was super happy about this because we finally see them duke it out. And it didn't end the way I wanted it to. Because, like... <sighs> Raquel was so intimidating in this match with Rhea, and Rhea was struggling at times, like, because she's facing someone that's actually bigger than her and, and is not afraid of her completely, and is wailing on her, and she was struggling, and I just feel, one, like we were cheated by time, and two, and the ending, because that one when they were when Rhea was trying to do the Riptide, from like the top rope and it got messed up and they tried to recover. And then they ended up like, I think a minute and a half later is when she finally did it. And that's how she won. I was like, come on, man. Like you literally have been attacking uh, Gonzalez all night. It's, it's big mommy. Cool. You've been like hitting her all night and it's like nothing to her. And then all of a sudden you get the riptide on her on the second recovery. And now that's how you get it. I was like, no, like something happened. No and I no wanted more time. At this point. Oh, it should have been Raquel. It should have been kicked out at this. Or or I would have accepted a messy ending on this one just to keep it going. I did not want Rhea to win because I wanted the storyline where Rhea struggles. And now they're doing and you're okay with this because this is a Becky Lynch booking and you know it too. <laughs> I honestly don't think so. Um the story that they told was so good, dude. Raquel's confidence in that, like, going into it, no oh, one yeah. was going to stop her. And it just slowly, throughout that match, eroded through, like, the whole thing. She just couldn't outlast Rhea. And that's the thing is, Rhea's a veteran here. She barely beat her. I don't think Raquel loses anything in here. It was just so good. Um, like, from Raquel dominated that match, really. When you go back and look at it, she had her in submissions the whole time. Like, oh, she yeah. had Rhea in positions we've never, like, in Rhea in situations we've never seen Rhea in. Like, even against Charlotte, Rhea didn't look this this week. And so that's why I don't think that it it's really bad. Combined with her thrashing those three women last week who are probably going to be a big part of the women's division, or hopefully going to be a big part of the women's division going forward, I don't think she loses anything in this at all, like, by losing. And especially because she no one's kicked out of the the riptide yet this was their first meeting this is the groundwork like this is gonna be a rivalry we see for a long time they are going to main event wrestlemania within the next within the next seven years i'd say max and so these like you gotta save her kicking out of the riptide for Rhea's leaving match when Rhea's a champion and Raquel's gonna dethrone her or something like that. And then that's when Raquel gets that gets her one arm power bomb on her. And Rhea never kicked out of the one arm power bomb. She never even got the one arm power bomb off. So that's why, like, I don't think Raquel loses anything in it. I I really thought this was like super craftily booked, and the the way that they showed Raquel, Raquel showing in this match. 
shows how dominant she was. She didn't have to win it to to prove that. Like they, she stood in with Rhea where nobody else has, other than the fucking fifteen time champion or twelve time champion, however many times Charlotte's won a championship. And I gotta say that bomb into the cage and then onto the ground was probably my favorite spot of the, of the fall so far. I don't think anybody's gonna top it. Maybe the sunset flip bomb that Sasha did into the the hell in the cell, but I don't know that that one looked way more dominant, and it was against Rhea, so it, it's probably gonna yeah. Be spot. That that was awesome, and I was like, "There's no way Rhea's gonna win this." Especially one Raquel did fantastic, and she didn't lose anything, even though she lost. She like not taking away from any of that. I just for me story wise, I would have liked to have seen that where where Rhea lost on this one, or you had like a not a complete finish. Just yeah. because I don't want like oh Rhea's up one over Raquel like I would like to have Raquel over Rhea because then Rhea like it that mentality of her like what the hell I can't beat her I couldn't do it against this person I couldn't do like what is wrong with me like I want to see that and develop to going back and like and then from there having a back and forth or like a like a like a disqualification match or something like that where she struggles and then she then she gets the title back or something, but Raquel becomes the main person in a way going forward. Yeah. That That's what I would want. But again, this match was great. I still feel like maybe we should have had like maybe five more minutes because it just seemed like the, the Riptide came too fast, um, especially because like Raquel was still on her, on her feet. Um, and also like she's a Latina. Ain't gonna keep her down. She's gonna get mad. <laughs> she might be wearing out her confidence, but then she'd be like, oh hell no. And then like take off her hoop earrings and whoop some ass. Like <laughs> that that's what I expected out of this. But all in all, it's a great match. And this whole night was just nothing but fantastic matches all night long. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the Rhea underdog storyline. Like, oh, that's yeah. cool. We we would both love it, but like if we can get instead a rivalry of Ricky, uh, Rhea and Raquel like throughout their careers and they can keep them even going up onto the like the bigger shows, I think that's awesome. And really, I think these two women are the future of, of women's pro wrestling. Like They're the ones we were talking about them for the last few weeks that we've been wanting to see go on, and they yeah. fucking delivered. Like I loved this match, again, more than a lot that I've seen over the last few weeks. This is the one that I'm probably going to go back to and watch like a lot over the last, next couple of weeks. I just really this, liked it. This is kind of feels like uh, Keith Lee and Dijakovic matches for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to see another one. I don't care. Like, yeah. feed it to me. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, who, who else are they going to fight, really? Right. Like, Rhea's going to go fight the other the other big woman? Like, no, there is nobody bigger than, than Raquel. And so who's Raquel going to fight? The person who she, could, who she didn't beat the first time. Because she's stronger now, uh, at least hopefully. Anyway, so then we can get off of that. The, it was a great match, and and we both loved it. It seems like, well, yeah, we both loved it. You had you had some qualms about it. Um, unfortunately, we come to the low point of the night, and that is the time that they decided to sully the good name of Halloween Havoc with bringing in Dane and Maverick. But again, as a form of protest, I don't think we should talk about this storyline other than to mention that it happened, and we'll move on to. The main event, Candice versus EO for the women's title. Um, Poppy's return was cool. I did not expect it. Oh. I didn't see the Twitter announcement. I was super shocked by it. Uh, 
shameless self-promotion we actually discussed her music on my podcast a while back called level exchange uh i hadn't heard this song from her i think it's either from her liz was saying it's from the from uh i disagree but i don't think it is it is okay yeah then i don't remember the song because she played (laughs) because she played this song the same when she came out last time as well was it the Uh, same song yeah so she played two she played i think two or three songs and then when EO came out, that's when it switched to this one. So okay, um, yeah. Was it but, was it a different version of it or something then? Or, nope, or am I just think, dumb? It's oh, just man, she had the band with the last time. But no, I was one. I didn't. I, one, I have to get on Twitter. Also, I have to get out to the comments too when we're watching NXT. I will start doing that. But man, I'm so glad I didn't because this was such an awesome surprise, and I just love it. I was like. You can keep Poppy on there all the freaking time and just never walk out. Like, oh, this is great. Uh, it brought a big smile to my face when I saw that. Was uh, Eo's gear anything? Eo's gear is just the the plug suit for Neon Genesis. She just changed okay. the color, but okay. hers is mostly like black. Cool. I, I just wasn't sure if it was like a theme or anything that I yeah. that I wasn't familiar with. Um, yeah, Candace's was the the other part of Johnny's couple's uh, costume yeah. so she was uh what's her name sally from nightmare before christmas um again i personally i think it was their corniest outfits but <laughs> i am the the low man on them everybody else seemed to love them so take my word for what it is but they also had a deal and Shasi spun it uh spun the wheel tables ladders and scares matches what they got so we didn't know how it differentiated from the table ladders and chairs until we found out later when uh Candace pulled out a bag with the table that she had pulled out, and there was ar- severed arms inside of there, <laughs> and just a bunch of different stuff throughout the uh, um, appendages that they found throughout the match happened. They even used them for spots. Eo grabbed yeah. them and slapped them with the arms at some point. That was so funny. She's like, oh, I'm used to this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I honestly think they did them a disservice by putting them on after Rhea, versus, uh, Rhea and Raquel, but I guess I just really love that match. Uh, and so I think, especially with the slow start that seems to be like a Gargano, Gargano staple, after that sugar high, I'm going to have to watch this match a couple more times before I, I fully appreciate it. Um, I really loved the match, but honestly, I hated the results. So I'll I let thought, you... Yeah, so I loved, I loved this match. I love this match better than the Bailey and Sasha match from Hell in a Cell. That's how, yeah, we, I know. Well, I'm not diehard Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. Like, they're, they're great. Um, but this, I felt one, I was felt more entertained by it. Two, the impacts felt crazier to me than the other, than, than the Hell in a Cell match. But man, kudos to Candace on this one. She was like, like, I, for the amount of punishment Candace took in this, and she's taken punishment a lot this past year. I thought she was going to win. I thought the belt was going to finally be transferred over to Candace. And it wasn't. And I was actually disappointed, just like you were. I was happy because he was on my team. <laughs> but I was like, it should have gone to Candace, especially how she just like died from the top of the ladder and crashed and broke the ladder in half. It didn't bend. It completely broke down the line, and you can see like how something that's not supposed to break like leaves its lines on it. And I was like, "Please, someone check up on her." And the camera pans away from her because I guess they were trying to make sure she was fine. 
because that looked horrible. That to be the NXT women's staple is ladder to outside, ladder to outside broken ladder because that's happened in like three matches now. Yeah, and I, the last time I've ever seen it that bad is when it was um, Mia. Not Mia, but it was the men's side when they did a North American. I think it was a North American title with the with the ladders, or it was the tag teams going for it when it was the forward. Because when they were all mangled, they did that, and the ladder broke that way too. But it was. Well, I think since then, when they had the all- women's number one contender match, Mia was in that. Remember with uh, Tegan the last time she was in a ladder match too. And Mia was the one that took that fall. No, Mia Mia's the one that did the other spot. I think Tegan was the one that took the fall actually through the ladder. Yeah, I think Tegan went through. Somebody took that fall through you the know, ladder I, more, more recently. Tegan, but that yeah, that was another women's ladder spot. Like that seems to be their spot. Um oh. yeah, I don't know, dude. Like this doesn't this match didn't make EO's title run mean more to me. It diminished the women's title, in my opinion. EO needed a reset to make her her run it more interesting, and that didn't happen. There was a killer match after it got going. Like they're they they are not going to put on a bad match, but the booking for EO has just been nothing. And we've talked about that on here before. Like she didn't defend right away. She was messing around with Bailey and Sasha. Like what? And then she hasn't had any. Like she hasn't had to defend against any of the great women that are here right now. And she still wants to call herself like the ace of the women's division. Like pretending she's still the best when she's not even in the top five. And in, in my opinion, anyway, like, yeah, I don't know the lot, the ladder break and the table break when they did the swinging leg breaker were awesome. I loved it. I think it was cool that they in, uh, involved. I'm confident it was Indy that picked up Candace and put her up on the ladder. Um, Cause I don't think Shotzi would have done the attack if it was a dude. I've been noticing with retribution, whenever they come out and they're attacking dudes, mm-hmm. Mia just hangs off to the side. She doesn't do anything. Huh. Or reckoning, whatever her name is, and it's kind of lame. Like she could at least get in there and like stomp some dudes. They maybe they couldn't like really throw her off, but they could like push push like a group away or something like that and have her roll out at that point. Um, I, I think shot. I think if it was a guy, I think Shotzi was still done it because Shotzi's wrestled men. I think before she came in NXT. No, but I'm talking WWE hasn't really done men versus uh, women. men on women or women. Uh, like they haven't done the intergender fighting that way. Yeah. I'm not saying Shotzi wasn't wouldn't be capable of it. I'm saying NXT or WWE as a company wouldn't do it. Um, yeah. So I. I don't know. And so Indy would have helped Johnny too. So we'll see whoever the person in the mask really was, I'm sure. Indy. I hope it's like a really good surprise that they have planned out. Like I don't know who else it would be is the thing. Um But yeah, I can I can see where you can, one, she has the belt and she's retained the belt, so she can t- technically say that she's still the ace. But I get what you're saying, and I feel bad because I like the when she won, I was so happy because it also did it like she won like if she was uh in Japanese wrestling, how they did the confetti and everything, and I was yeah. like, that's great. Like finally, this is her thing. She can go on finally. Um, and then she just got lost in the shuffle. And and now yeah, that like, we were hyped going into that booking. We were like, imagine if she wins over Rhea and Charlotte, like yeah. just kind of foreshadowing that. And then it happened, and like that's a huge win. It was awesome the way she won it. And from then it's just been either flatlined or downhill. Like I I wouldn't say downhill. I think it's just been like, I don't know. It's like a steady stock market. It's more like a bear over bull, but whatever. 
and and they were so focused on because of what they had planned with everybody coming in that they forgot to give her someone or or a storyline this whole time to compete against everybody. But they're all like, oh, she's the ace, she's the best in the sky. They think that will be enough to carry over when she's really like, she's probably like, hey guys, I can have a line with somebody, give me something. Like, especially when Ember Moon showed up and they looked directly at each other, I was like, all right, we're going to have this soon. Because even you is all like, all right, I remember, like, we're going to get this on. And nothing's been done about that because now they're going to focus with Ember and Dakota. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, okay, that's fine. But yeah, I feel like she got lost in the shuffle more than like her title reign has just been. Eh. And that's why, like, it's not it's not a knock against her. It's just a matter of like the way that they've booked it, and that it sucks too because they have been giving the women time. It's not a matter of, um, they haven't they haven't built anybody up to make her title reign mean anything. And until now, now that they have these other women. You're gonna. That's why I think she needed a reset. Candace should have beat her. She could have taken her right back from Candace, and then then gone on a run of beating like Raquel, and then Rhea, and then like just up the ladder to where it actually means something, and she could prove that she was the person that they've been claiming she has been for the last six months that we haven't seen. She's been AWOL. So like, and also she's like in that like like anti-hero thing because she's not a complete heel and she's not a complete babyface. And if she lost this thing, I would have liked to have seen it where, like, Candace is so happy she has it. And that, like, she shakes Candace's hand, at least, at the end of it. And, like, just forget about all the shit that's gotten, that she did before. Like, that would have been, like, a nice touch, um, just in my personal opinion. Because I remember the storyline when she, like, attacked Candace and, like, betrayed her and all that stuff. That was a year ago now. Yeah. That's insane. Um yeah, it's insane because it um, like I mean, in my opinion, it's gone nowhere. Like I still don't know who EO's like turn was as a as exactly a again, like it all got completely like I don't this whole pandemic messed up a whole bunch of things, but whatever. Like I remember that. That would have been a nice touch for people who remember from what happened in the beginning. I would have enjoyed it. Candace gets the title, the Garganos of the first family of NXT. That would have been kind of cool, like to like to put out there. Um I still enjoyed the match, but I I agree with you. Candace should have got this one, uh, and Io could have could have used the reset. She should have gotten and taken like a whole month vacation and come back or something. Hey, you know what would have been funny if she would have come back with Shayna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you really want to be with Nia, or you want to come and like we'll partner up and take over this division? Like that would have been better. <laughs> yeah, Shayna's really kind of coming into her. Like she's she's gonna be there. She's a staple there now because she's been a champion for so long. And unfortunately, and then eventually she's gonna have her run with Naya, which whatever we don't talk about. That. Oh, um, uh-huh. yeah. So that was Halloween Havoc. Super fun, super crazy matches. A lot of hardcore action. That we didn't give enough credit to that for Candice and Neo. Like they also beat the shit out of each other with those chairs. Oh, yeah. A lot of that spot, those spots were really crazy. That match was was really good i again i i just think that they having those two matches back to back was a disservice to to the one that had to go afterwards um the produced matched in between them i think would have worked better for for pacing wise for me personally anyway yeah like it should have been uh big mommy cool versus Rhea right after gargano and uh and priest because then you're just on that high the whole time and then you would have your Pat McAfee thing, and then you'd have your theatrical one towards the end. And that would have been great. 
because you get a breather, you can relax, and then you get hyped again. Um, oh man, off the stairs, freaking Candace bounce. I <sighs> like it was, and it was oh, it was so obvious too when the ref ran over and squeezed her to make sure she was okay, and and she didn't respond right away, so he squeezed again. And it was all on camera, and she squeezed back. I was like, okay, we're good. It can keep going. <laughs> I was so scared at that point. And yeah, it still been... wasn't the worst one of the night. <laughs> there's been some scary bumps lately, dude. Your boy. Keith Lee hit the back of his head today when he was uh, doing a, a backflip out onto the outside with um, Seamus and strowman he he looked okay he was standing up and he took he finished up the match but it did not look good at all if you, if you get to see the highlights like it was it was scary but it, it seems to be he's okay um anyway we can get we can get off of that and talk about predictions for next week so on the heels of halloween havoc um the, i think we've only need to have two matches announced so far so it'll be ember moon versus dakota kai mm-hmm. we assume that there it'll be number one contender or whoever wins this will um face eo in for her next title defense um i'm hoping moon will win i think moon will win pretty handily what do you think i think moon will win but if it it, it is it for a number one contenders because if it is it they didn't say outright, but I don't know who else would be the number one contender. Uh, I mean, other than if, it is, it, if it is for number one contenders, then Ember Moon. If it's not, they might try to pull some weird stuff or whatever in Dakota or, whatever, or like Raquel will show up and mess it up. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I would like Ember Moon to win. I just want to see more of her. Like, she's so good. Like, I, you notice more rust on her because you've seen her wrestle when she first came back. I did it. I was just like, man, this girl can go. Why was she yeah. not used properly? Yeah, and like the new style that she's wrestling into, like I want to see more of that. So I just, I just really can't wait to see more of her. And seeing it against Dakota Kai will be fun because Dakota Kai sells really well. Uh, Kirkland Sasha, the she's known around, around this house. Dakota Kai, the bump master. Kirk, Kirkland Sasha, as she is known around this house. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Champa versus Dream will be next week. And oh, Champa promos. My notes here just have a heart emoji next to the word Champa promos. Cause that dude, I love him every single time. This is this is hard. Like oh. I gotta go with Champa. Champa's gonna win. I don't know. Like Dream's getting ass handed to him like Austin Theory. They might like maybe change it. <laughs> But man, I want to see Tommaso Ciampa just like bulldoze through everybody now. Like, fate took away his belt. Now he's gonna fight fate and get it back. He didn't lose. He didn't lose. We were arguing about this earlier. He didn't lose his belt, and you agreed on that. He had a he chance to get it back. Belt. He had a chance to get it back, but then it was stolen from him at that point too. Sure as hell didn't win the chance <laughs> to get it back. So he's not a champion, not yet. If he wins it, cool. You want it back finally, but. You had your opportunity and you didn't make the most of it. <laughs> um, twi- no, I was going to say twice, but no, Cross wasn't the champion when he fought. He just got his ass kicked by Cross. Uh, recording a yeah. video and admitting defeat, and then he gets beat up by Cross. Oh, whatever. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. If we have any more matches announced that we notice um, between the between now and Wednesday, we'll I'll text you and we'll get it up on the, the Twitter um 
yeah, if you want to follow us on there, take under pod at take under pod on Twitter. You can always email us as well at takeunderpod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, that's all I got for today. You, uh, I know this is late, but it's good. Go out and vote tomorrow. <laughs> if you yeah, I'll try and vote, get this episode out tomorrow. Go out and vote. Every vote counts, literally, this time around. <laughs> uh, and be good to each other. <laughs>